Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and those of us who are in focus and out of focus. I am the giant Shona, that's Dave Taylor, and this is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. How do you do? Good afternoon, everybody. We are here uh, hanging out with you, having a, a good time. We're going to be um, talking about a lot of stuff today. we got a lot of things to catch up on. We're going to do kind of a quasi-review and preview of some AEW stuff. Um, we're also going to discuss uh, the the big changes that came to NXT uh, recently, uh, this, this week, uh, NXT 2.0, if you will. And uh, we will also be discussing probably one of the bigger things that happened all week long in uh, Big E cashing in his money in the bank contract and becoming the new WWE champion. Well, it's the good karma of being a guest on this show. I do. That we it continues. <laughs> That's what it is. You know, the, the karma continues from being on the show. We all know if you're a guest on here, you become a champion. I'm just yep. putting it out there. MJF, maybe you should be on the show. Just In any me. event, uh, <laughs> uh, as I said, FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. So let's get the business out of the way. FM 99.com and 1069thefox.com are the easiest places to find us all of the time. If you want to find our most recent episode, go ahead and find it right there under the media tab on those websites. It'll take you to our most recent episode. You can also find us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating and a review when you do. We greatly appreciate it. And then, of course, on the intro net, we are all over the social medias, as the kids say. Uh, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. Or you can email us ESPR at FM99.com, which is basically the Internet's version of snail mail these days. Yeah. So... Without further ado, let's jump into the first thing we're going to talk about today. Well, they, they, talked, they, they talked about it. He said he was going to do it. And it's a good thing he did it because it's all they talked about all Monday night in a row to keep you watching the show. Although you knew it was going to happen at like 10.50. Biggie cashed in the money to the bank. He's now your WWE champion, beating Bobby Lashley. They teased us there, almost made it like, you know, Bobby, I thought it was going to do that, whatever. Oh, man, if Bobby had managed to beat him and retain, <laughs> people would have rioted. Yeah, yeah. Um, congrats to Big E, long over. I mean, actually, not long overdue. The timing is right. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, I think he's finally hit his stride as a singles guy and everything, and it's time time to strike that iron. So I, when you, you talk about guys like... Um, that, that are maybe overdue, but I really do feel like they nailed Biggie at just the right time. Yeah. Um, which is nice of them not to wait till it's too late, uh, which they do with other people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, congratulations to him on, on multiple levels. I mean, that and also being the uh, only the fourth uh, um, black WWE champion. Wow. Yeah. And a black champion be- beating a black yeah. champion to become yeah. I mean, that, that to happen that that's never happened two, before. Two of the four. Okay are both in the same group. You've got yeah. Kofi Kingston and Big E, right? Yep. Three of the four are on the current roster. You know, and and they were I mean realistically all have been involved in this in this title run because didn't Kofi uh didn't Kofi feud with Bobby for about a minute? Yeah, he had uh last year, I think it was a SummerSlam mm-hmm. and he got uh not, not SummerSlam but uh was it Money in the Bank and he got like squashed pretty quick. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's basically a squash match, to be honest. It, it was really about making Bobby look dominant. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just wild to me. But congratulations to Big E. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Um, we've spoken to him. Uh, I had the pleasure of speaking to him before he even became a part of New Day back when he was uh, uh, much newer on the roster. And I have known he was destined for big things for a long time. 
And uh, I'm very, very happy for him that finally happened. Um, and, and, I, and the crowd was hot, too. If you go back and watch that video, that pop was huge when yes. he won. They hey, lost their minds. Can, can I say something? I, I'm happy that we have crowds back, but the WWE crowds have, I thought, been very hot for you know most of the t- television moments for the, for the most part i mean there's, there's a couple here and there um you know because they had the long you know but you like the edge seth rollins match and smackdown i mean mm-hmm. they're they're into things and i think they're hot when you give them something really big to be hot about but otherwise i feel like they're boring as hell they sit on their hands for a lot of stuff um wow, and man. it really bums me out uh comparing them to like aew crowds the aew crowd feels like they never shut up yeah, yeah. Which I love. It's it's active as hell. It feels like the NXT crowds did, like 2016, 2019, that time frame. Yeah, back in the um, summer takeover crowds are great. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's that really hot crowd. Um, and I'll even give a little credit to the crowd at NXT 2.0, which we're going to talk about in a second, um, that they they seemed pretty energetic for the show as well. So, um, but overall, I mean, just the crowd was happy for him. I mean, how can you not be? Is there anybody? It, it, he might be the first person I've ever seen to succeed in wrestling that something happens, and I don't see one bad word about him online. Yeah. yeah. I don't see anybody <laughs> talking about how he's overrated. I don't see anybody <laughs> talking about how he didn't deserve it. I don't talk, see anybody talking about how, um, like, if the fact that he is one of the four black champions, I don't see anybody throwing the, oh, well, they're being woke card or anything like that. He just deserved it, and people recognize it. Well, well, I think even in the early days when he came in, because he had the Intercontinental Championship, and I think they couldn't figure out his personality yet. I mean, this was after, like, the Dolph Ziggler, A.G. Lee time, and, you know, uh, Big E Langston. And I think they were trying to figure him out, you yeah. know, and, and then he had the championship. And I would say nobody cared, but, like, he was likable, but you had no reason to like the guy. You also, know, hi, Philip. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then after that happened, you know, the whole obviously uh, the new day thing happened. It, it just worked out for him because again, he was working with a veteran. He's working with another guy that wrestled a different style, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it just worked out for him. And great personality. You know, it's always been fun on the internet. I mean, heck, I think we interviewed him. He was playing video games because uh, he's a big gamer, as we know. Uh, you know, the whole Becky Lynch's mom thing is hilarious too, and uh, he's just a fun guy. Yeah, he absolutely is. He absolutely is. So congratulations to Big E. Uh, I just am, am fingers crossed because apparently that decision was made very short notice. Uh, Vince was unhappy with losing the demo to AEW Dynamite the previous week. Um, he was pretty angry about it. Apparently changed the whole Monday night show. And that's one of the reasons they moved the title match from Extreme Rules to now. Uh, the choice to have him cash in his money in the bank thing was apparently made after the Madison Square Garden show on Friday. Um, wow. So I'm uh, at least that's according to reports. Um, Which is weird because I thought on SmackDown he said he was going to Raw on Monday. He did say he was going to Raw, but maybe the idea was he was going to be there and tease it, and blah, 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 but he might not have done yeah, it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but either way, I'm super happy for him. I just hope that the booking beyond this benefits him yeah how how long will his reign be well you know doesn't need to be crazy long i mean he's he's uh he's a good guy he doesn't need to you know they always say that the good guy champions are always better in chase mode than they are holding the belt so i mean you know i'd like I'd, ideally i'd like to see him hold it for a few months at least because uh, survivor um, series you know if he fights roman or if it's Brock i would point. love to see him fight roman <laughs> i would love to see that him against roman you know yeah um even if Roman wins, I would still love to see it. Those two are, are great performers, and I could think they'd have a hell of a match. Yeah. Uh, and the athleticism of Big E, and that would be fun to watch. So yeah, yeah, two big athletic guys, which is right in Vince's wheelhouse. So, <laughs> gee, you think? 
that kind of leads us to our uh, our next topic with what Vince loves, um, big guys uh, at NXT 2.0. There were a bunch of big guys there. I'll give them that. There were. I don't think anybody was under except except for the guys in the main event. I don't think anybody was under six feet tall. Um, this is Vince just looking around. Going, where's a big guy over here? Let me put him on the show. Oh my god. Well, okay. So we have the main event, right? Which is going to be LA Knight uh, versus um, um, Pete Dunne versus Tomasa Ciampa versus K.O. O'Reilly, right? Because yeah. Samoa Joe had to relinquish the title, which that guy can't get a break. Um, so they they're going to have a four way for the title on the show, which you know, cool. All right, fun for us, right? Then uh, um, K- uh, O'Reilly gets taken out. Kyle O'Reilly gets taken out, and he ends up. Excuse me. Um, he ends up getting taken out out of the match altogether by Pete Dunne and um, I can't remember his name, the big guy, uh, Ridge Holland. Yeah. And they, they take him out. He ends up not being in the match. If you watch the video of them getting beat up, some guy runs in and chases them off and whatnot. And it's like, oh, okay, great. You know, somebody stopped the beat down. That's nice. But I'm watching it and I'm like, who the hell is that? Like, <laughs> like I don't know who that is. And then all of a sudden we go to Regal's office. We're like, he goes, oh, the man who, who saved him from that beat down is the man who's going to replace him in the match. And I'm like, Okay, this will be this is gonna be somebody cool. All right, cool. Von Wagner. Yeah. I'm sorry. Who? Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I don't know anything about this guy, and I don't care about him. I've never seen him before on TV. I've never seen him talking to anybody. I've never seen him, and he's just a big dude. He was just big and and kind yeah. of boring looking. <laughs> I, I, I'm watching the video. He does kind of look boring. Um, yeah, I, I will agree with you there. But he's tall. He's 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 oh, you he's, know, he's, he's, so Walter, big. he's Walter size when it comes to that. But yeah, who is this guy? Don't know. You know is he is he going to be main eventing Mania in the year because he's going to get the rocket strapped to his back? I don't know. I mean, he performed well in the match. I'll give him credit for that. He performed well in the match. Um, I hate how he was put in there, but at least he held up his end in the match. Um, I will say this. Let's let's start off right on the top. I do enjoy the new look of the venue. Um, I think it looks big. It looks bright. It looks fun uh, and energetic, which I think is is good. And it's a drastic change from the darker thing they were going through before. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. And people, some people did mock the colorful design, but like, if you're going to change it, change you know, it. it's changed. It has changed. Yeah, yeah it's it, a drastic change. Some yeah. people are calling it NXT Bob Ross uh, with all the paint things, <laughs> uh, which I kind of love. Uh, but you know, the, we hey, see some happy trees. But I, but I'll tell you what, it, it was a unique look. It stood out right away. Um, they opened the show. They have a match between um, LA Knight and uh, God. I hate this. Um, yeah, I don't like the name either. Braun Breaker, which first of all, on its face, is a terrible name. Terrible. Especially when you consider, like, that they decided to change it at the last minute to Braun Breaker. And they changed it from, get this, Rex Steiner. Because he's a Steiner! Uh, I don't understand why you changed that. He's Rick Steiner's kid. Yeah, you can definitely tell he's Rick Steiner's kid, too. Oh, my God, he looks so lucky. The outfit, (laughs) his, his movement, his match, even if you watch him wrestle for a minute. Like, he did a Steiner liner. And they, the shot was from behind, right? And so when he did the Steiner liner, I, I in my head, I was like watching his dad do it. And I was yeah. like, man, this kid has got the 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 thing down, the Steiner style down, right? Yeah. Um, and I really dug it. And I'm like, but 
God, I hate that name. Braun Breaker is stupid. It is. It is. And, and I, I like that they call him Rex Steiner because his last name, his real last name is, is Rex Steiner. Just R-E-C-H. Yeah, it's Steiner. like Breck Steiner or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Bronson uh, Rex Steiner. Um, but like, why? Why you change? It's a household name. If if you're an old school wrestling fan and the Steiner Brothers, this is one of his kids. Yeah, I want to see this guy wrestle. I don't want to hear, you know, this other name, this Braun, whatever. You know, I don't. Do we need another Braun? We don't need another Braun. No, we, we had no. a Braun. Yeah, we did, and we fired him. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I I hate the name. I hate the name. Um, but he, he performed well, got a big win over LA Knight yeah, before yeah. Um, I I kind of dug the LA Knight being egotistical thing and thinking he could do this match, walk all over uh, Braun Breaker. You know what? I'm just going to refuse to call him that. I'm going to call him Rex Steiner. I don't yeah. care what they call him. I'm calling him Rex Steiner. <laughs> well, maybe I'll drop his first the, name. If the internet refuses <laughs> to call him Braun Breaker, maybe they will get on board and say Rex Steiner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he could even say, you could even make this into a story. He could come out later and say, I'm Rex Steiner. But I wanted to make sure that I made a name. I wanted to make sure that I made an impact, not because of who my dad is, but because of my performance. You know this, what I mean? This is I, like Charlotte Flair dropping this, the, the flair part. But we, we know we know who you are. Charlotte. Right. And like he could go back to Rex, Rex Steiner after that and be like, you, you know, now you know what I can do and you know who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, be like, I didn't want to coast on my dad's uh, coattails at, at that point. So I would, I'd be into that. But again, I liked what I saw from him. That being said, um, other decent stuff on there. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm trying to think. They had the three way match. I hated how we got. Or I'm not the three way six six person tag match. I hated how we got there, but it was a good match. These Saray, Caden Carter, Casey Catanzaro versus Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and J.C. Jane. Maggie's um, new look is uh, no longer the blonde. Yeah, but I like it. Um, uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I, I, I just was like, well, they did that whole lingo where the whole um, – I thought it was going to be a facial thing, mm -hmm. you know, and, and they come back with that. So I was a little surprised at, uh, you know, they – I thought it would be something, you know, not the Cody, uh, you know, the paper bag and the mask thing or whatever, but I thought it would kind of go to some other transitional thing. I didn't I, – face-wise, not hair-wise. So that caught me off guard, but I do like it, so. Um, yeah, I liked it too. Everybody performed well in that match. Uh, I like the Creed brothers, that tag team. They're getting squashes right now. They're part of the Diamond Mine. Uh, I'm digging the Diamond Mine ad and all these different people. I kind of like it. Um, only things I didn't really dig were like, I don't like B-Fab uh, versus, uh, she had kind of a squash match against uh, Katrina Cortez. Um, and B-Fab looked rough. I really like B-Fab and I like Hit Row. But keep not, B-Fab out of the ring. And not everybody needs to wrestle. At the very least, don't let her be wrestling yet. Not on yeah, TV. Yeah, not on TV. Um, I get that it's a developmental brand and they're leaning into that now. But mm, just don't. No, not not yet. She's not ready. Uh, dudes, what up, man? Uh, so, yeah, I, overall, pleased with the show. I thought there's some good stuff on there. The main event title match was good. Uh, Tomasa Ciampa wins Goldie back. Uh, genuinely didn't see that coming. I, 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 he would have been... Before Kyle O'Reilly got taken out, he was like Chapa was my last pick to win. Yeah. Um, after Kyle O'Reilly got taken out, he was no longer my last pick. Von Wagner was my last pick to win. But um, <laughs> well, you know, hey, they could have done that too and really leaned into the new NXT. Yeah, but, that, that, uh, that would have not been. Uh, I no, I that would have been terrible. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, we already talked about uh, Braun Breaker and how much I hate it. And uh, for the for the record, uh, Deets, we will not be calling him Braun Breaker. Uh, don't care Rex what Steiner. what they call him. We're calling him Rex Steiner. 
Uh, they can call him Braun Breaker till they're blue in the face. I refuse to acknowledge that name. If Vince McMahon <laughs> himself stands in front of me and says, what do you think of Braun Breaker? I'm going to look at him and go, who? And I'm going to go, oh, you mean Rex Steiner. Gotcha. Yeah, I like Rex Steiner because it's the stupidest freaking name. Um, but overall, not a bad first week for NXT 2.0. I thought it was a, a, a good show, and they definitely set up a new feel. I And I'm going to tell you right now, I got a kick out of the wedding. It was one of those wrestling weddings that I actually enjoyed. A wedding without really shenanigans ruining the wedding. You had stuff during it. But yeah, you but had, it was fun. It was all just yeah, fun yeah. stuff. But you, yeah. you, you didn't have a, you know, it's somebody under the mask and, and they're saving, you know, stealing, um, you know, indie or whatever. Right. Or so, you know, uh, I will say this, um, and this was, this became a problem with me with NXT a couple of months ago, was the, the bits that they would do. And when they had the, um, you know, the, I want to call it the bachelor party, but when they went, you know, to uh, play laser tag or whatever it was, and then, you know, and then um, uh, Johnny Gargano and, and you know, and, and Dexter finally bond at the end. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, uh, I, I hope that part kind of goes away. It just, it just, to me, cause that, that's the one thing of NXT, like when they started doing that, you know, when they had the stuff in Gargano's house with the uh, Candace and everything, I've never been a fan of that, and that, that's. Oh, see, I loved it. So yeah, I, uh, we're too different on that one. But to hear Dexter, though, you know, with the whole finally talking and everything, it's just uh, that was so good. I <laughs> do, and everybody lost their minds. It was so good. Um, you did the wedding was great. Uh, yeah, she locked in that kiss. You darn <laughs> right, she did. Uh, I think it was great. And also, Philip, I love that. If, if Rex gets to do a promo, he needs to start doing some Steiner math about his chances of winning. <laughs> In a normal one-on-one match, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. When you're up against me, the genetic freak, your chances drastically go down. Like, he just needs to start going off on that. Dude, I love it if he does that. Um, but, but NXT ratings were the best in months, so they did have a nice uh, – uh, And that's good, but we'll see if they stay because the reason they were so good – and this is what people need to remember. Like, I saw people already saying, like, oh, Vince proved that, you know, he knew what to do, blah, 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 blah. No, they pitched this huge overhaul. Things were going to be different. People no. tuned in to see that. What will be the proof if Vince knew what he was doing will be if the ratings continue to stay like that. That yeah. will be the proof that we actually got something that, that grabbed an audience. It, 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 a lot of people could have tuned in this week and then tune right back out next week. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is like, well, we got changes coming, so we're going to make changes for the next 45 minutes, and then everything we're just going to go back into the habit of what we were doing. So we'll see wrong. what happens. We'll see. We what got happens. changes coming. We got all these superstars coming up. We have nothing yeah. planned for. We're gonna start listening to you fans, and then never, ever, ever listen to us. Um, all right. So <laughs> I was thinking the uh, the Simpsons episode where it's like the Homer car because it's like because you know it's oh, his brother yeah. has all I have all these ideas. Maybe that's the result. Maybe that's what WWE is trying to avoid is the Homer Simpson car. Maybe I don't know. In any event, uh, yeah. So NXT 2.0 off to a good start. So with that, we'll move on to uh, the beef of the episode here, AEW, which we're going to talk most, you know, a little bit about All Out and a little bit about what's coming up next week. Um, AEW's All Out review. We're going to kind of blow through this a little quickly because it's a little out of date at this point. Uh, we didn't get to review it as early as we would have liked. I don't know if you guys knew or not, but um, we had stuff going on, like uh, a new rock girl was named, a rock girl Jordan, who uh, congratulations to her. I would like to say that to all the other, the other nine contestants that I think all ten were a great group of girls. Uh, women, I did say a great group of women, <laughs> and well, I don't want to under un, you know make anybody feel like I'm 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 trying to talk down to them. I call them girls or something. You know what I mean? Women. They were a great group of women. 
uh, friendly, uh, uh, outgoing, really hardworking. I, it was a great group of women, uh, and any one of them would have made a great rock girl. But congratulations to Jordan on being the new rocker. Looking forward to everything she's going to do with us here. Yeah, that's we'll, have to, we'll have to find out if she watches wrestling. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't I know. know. I, I know it just needs of, to be one of those things we ask all the girls from now on. <laughs> I, I, I know some of the girls are wrestling fans, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if she was. So I have, oh. have to find that out. Yeah. Right. In any event. All right. So we're going to blow through this pre-show. Uh, the best friends in Jurassic Express, no surprise, defeat the uh, the Hardy family office and my Hardy and private party and the hybrid too. So there you go. It, it's, it is. It, you can see the buy the pay-per-view was 10 minutes for a 10-minute tag match. It was, it was fun. It was fine. Yeah. You know, it yeah. wasn't anything wasn't anything amazing, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Show kicks off AEW TNT Championship with uh, oh. Meryl defeating Eddie Kingston by pinfall uh, for a show opener. Oh, you I know. loved it. I, mean, I, I thought it was, was great. It was it, high it was, energy. It was stiff. It was it was man. They got that show off rocking. That crowd was hot. They knew they were putting two superstar wrestlers, excuse me, out there who were hot because people love them. Especially Eddie Kingston, that dude, Mad King can do no wrong in that in those people's eyes. Um, so he goes out there, and he said ahead of time, "This is going to be pretty. This is going to be a fight, you know." And, and it looked yeah. like a fight, and I'm going to give him credit for that. I thought it looked really, really good. It was an entertaining match. Uh, Miro has had a lot of squashes since becoming TNT champion, so it was nice to see Kingston look strong. Um, and, and you know, I I could have done without the low blow finish, like needed to beat Kingston. Could have done without that, but I'm not, it's not going to ruin the match. See, I, I, yeah, I don't like that because you, yeah, all this momentum going, and, and then it's like, ah, you know, it, it's like the cheap WWE way out of a match because we can't figure out how to end it. Like Seth Rollins and Edge, we're going to go for the cheap shot with a low blow. I, I don't need that. I don't need it. It's it's, it's a crutch, Sean. It did, didn't need to happen here. That's what kind of turned me off in the end of the match. I get it. I get it. Because you know, it just it just like I said, ruined the match with Edge and Rollins last week. I get it. You're trying to protect the other guy a little bit, but what are you going to do with Eddie now? It's not like Eddie's going to get you know five rematches. They don't do that on an AEW, you know, mm-hmm. the other way. So uh, next match was fun. We kind of knew it would be, and the result was what it was. Moxley uh, winning his match against a guy that I'll let you pronounce. So, <laughs> so Tashi Kojima, Satoshi, it's Satoshi. How you think it's Kojima? Yeah, you were close. Um, yeah, in any event, uh, it, it, I mean, it was a good match. It was, it was nothing wrong with it. So uh, Kojima is, is a uh, legend as far as all that goes. Yeah. Um, in Japanese wrestling, uh, no real suspense. We all knew who was going to win. Yeah. You know I, what I, I mean, yeah, I thought that the match placement was, was kind of weird. I just kind of figured they put this late just because of who he was, you know, and it's it kind of be more of a feature match, but they got it out of the way early for whatever reason when they could put some other match we'll get into that they stuck late in the card for whatever reason right. uh they had the the women's match with uh, brett baker uh no shocker defeating a uh, chris statlander by submission and uh an orange cassidy sighting so they see him show up in the pay-per-view so because mm-hmm. he had nothing for him <laughs> i love he he's so much fun he's so much fun though but I, what i loved in this is that at one point chris was on the ground outside and she was getting counted out and he goes from normal like calm cool uh um <laughs> Orange Cassidy, he like gets angry and he's like yelling. He's motivating her. He's like, "Get your ass back in the ring!" Right? <laughs> and, I mean, she jumps up and gets in the ring. And I was like, you know what? It's nice to see him when it matters. Um, really get like like motivated about something. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice to see that. I think that also conveyed the importance of the match as well. So I, I enjoyed that. Uh, as, and and Doctor Britt Baker won, which again most of us kind of figured she was going to, but yeah. 
but you know, but it was a good match regardless. And I, I love Chris Statlander. I think eventually she will be a women's champ. I, it's it's going to take time because I've been up and down on her because I think it was it matches with um, with uh, the N- uh, NWA champion for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't think of her name, but uh, Serena Serena Deep. Oh oh yeah, when she was NWA champion, we've yeah, had two, yeah. We, we've had two since then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I've been so I've been up and down on, on Chris. I mean, it's nice to see her get the title shot, uh, but I th- I think. Like you said, I, I, maybe down the road. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. She'll yet. get there eventually. It's just not time yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, holy crap! How crazy was this match? And I'm glad they kept it in the steel cage. Uh, the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers at the Luchas winning, which was great. Holy cow! It's just, oh, somebody froze it up. Was oh, there you go. A crazy match. Yeah, I don't know if it was you or me. It's hard to tell because on my side you froze, on your side I froze. I don't know. <laughs> um, hey, Jeffrey, Philip, who froze? Uh, and it's, at least so we know in the future who needs to keep talking. Yeah. Um, the uh, it, it was a great match. Uh, again, just in case it was just in case it was you who froze. Uh, Penta, Penta El Cerro Miedo and Ray Phoenix versus the Young Bucks in a cage for the AEW Tag Team Titles. Holy crap! What a match. Um, yeah, I get it. It was a spot. It was a spot fest, and, and people don't love those sometimes. Well, but well, you, you knew that. You knew that was going to be the case. And no suicide dives. So yeah, we had one dive off the cage, which I was genuinely surprised for. And it was about as safe a spot as they could have done from the top of the cage. It was a cross body. And I was like, hey, okay, they didn't kill themselves. That being said, those ridiculous flipping pile drivers uh, and everything. But look, those guys had a fantastic match. Um, I do kind of hate the thing where, uh, what's his name, threw in the thing and they use the the... Uh, the special shoe, yeah. Brandon Cutler threw in the yeah, shoe yeah. with the thumbtacks on it. Kind of goes against the whole point of the steel cage. Yeah, yeah. But at least it, you know, at least that was it. Nobody's but, climbing but, in. But, nobody's but you, getting inside. Yeah, I mean that's the one thing. But I mean, usually you get, you know, the heels going to try something and then it's going right. to turn on them. You know, well, either they're going to win that way or it's going to cost them the match that way. Right. Uh, without a doubt, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of kind of like when somebody's hanging up the cage up above and they throw that on the brass knucks because that always happens. And then you know. A or B is going to pick it up. That person's going to win, or you know, they're going to get rolled up by the most devastating move in all of wrestling. Yes, the schoolboy. Um, but you know, Penta <laughs> and Ray Phoenix showed tremendous heart in this match, especially Penta. I loved when he realized that his brother was about to get kicked with the uh, um, help me, the 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 thumbtack shoe. The, oh yeah, yeah. He realized he was about to, and he dove in and ate the shot for him because he was going to protect his brother. Uh, like it was just so good, man. And I think the, the the Lucha Brothers having the belts is the right call. Uh, for for my money, this was match of the night. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with you. And, and and it gets you know, and it gets the titles off the Young Bucks, which at this point they don't need them. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, I I don't want to say because a lot of people complain about them. Ah, Jeffrey, yes. Um, a lot of people complain about them because like, they're overrated. You know. I don't know. I mean, because it's a spot fest sometimes, and I'm mixed under matches. Sometimes I like him, and sometimes I'm like, can we just have a normal tag match? No. No. <laughs> the one thing that benefits AEW in these style of matches is nobody has to keep track of tags. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that's, that's what I was having there's a steel cage. <laughs> it's like, all right, this will be normal. Like Texas tornado style. Okay. So we, then we had the 21 Roman Casino Battle Royale. Um, you know, th- these were participants in the TBA was the one that won the match. So of course, yeah, and it ended up being Ruby Soho because we figured she was going to be in it. Um, the one beef I have with Ruby Soho winning the whole thing 
is that I don't think Ruby Soho's first big match should be a loss, and I don't think it's time to take the belt off, belt off Britt Baker. Yeah. So I don't know what we do here. Um, I thought maybe they would kick this match down the road a little bit. We wouldn't get it right away. Um, but it's, it's it, it bummed me out simply because, again, Ruby, I love Ruby, and the crowd was hot for her when she came out and the win and everything. Um, but I just don't want to see her take the belt off Britt yet, and I don't want to see her lose her first big match. Yeah, it, it seems weird, and this is like the complaint of like you know guys just coming in and getting title matches right away, right? Um, and, and she falls in that line. I, I I mean, she does, but at least in this regard, see, this is different because she didn't walk in like Goldberg and say, "I'm going to get a title match." She walked. She got into it. She was in a battle royal for the title. Yeah, she was in a battle royal for the title shot and won that. Now that being said, it's still an easy way to get her in there. But that being said, at least they're not handing out title shots. Like we talked about uh, coming up on AEW Dynamite uh, Grand Slam, you've got Kenny Omega and um, um, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, excuse me, uh, that are going to be going for the AEW. No, I'm sorry, they're going to be wrestling not for the AEW World Championship match, yeah. because of that, because Daniel Bryan hasn't earned that title match yeah, yet. Yeah. So I do agree. So I, I do like that at least they put some thought into it like okay well she has to do something to get this title match we can't just say hey ruby soho signed with us have a title match you know <laughs> what i mean they have to do something so while yes it's an overly convenient way to get her there you know it is what it is and, and maybe that's part of the way to get her signed i will say though she had the match against uh, jamie hater on dynamite last week yeah, and I, yeah. I didn't i didn't like the match uh, jamie oh, really more, i enjoyed it jamie to me looked more impressive than uh uh, I do. I do think uh, Hater is outshining people right now. I think she's doing really good. Um, I think Hater is really, really starting to come into her own, and she it may be her time sooner than later in that women's division. And I, and I don't know if it was like ring rust for Ruby or, or or what it was, but I just I always liked her. Always been a fan. Always wanted her to do well. I didn't like the treatment she got in WWE. Yeah. But I, and I'm not like to be like, well, oh, I, I just wasn't impressed. And mm. I don't know if it was because you know maybe it's the first time these two have met. Uh, wrestled and so maybe you know there's lack of communication or whatever it just didn't seem as tight and i, I don't know but um that, that's all i gotta say i mean I, I wanted to do well i just didn't like the first match so. yeah well we'll see what happens if you further on yeah uh the so, next match of the night uh and we've been kind of pretty good with our predictions i think for most of these was the uh, jericho match against uh, mjf you know if he lost he must retire from competition obviously that didn't happen no but i liked the tease that it did I actually really enjoyed the tease that he had won um, because I, when, when the three count happened and his foot was on the rope, that whole crowd was like, no, they were furious. Um, like they were so, so mad. I mean, they played his music. They did everything. I thought for a second MJF was going to be announced the winner. Yeah. That being said, and then I thought they'd go with a convoluted, like, oh, well, his foot was on the rope, so he should get one more match and he shouldn't have to blah, blah, blah. And I'm glad we didn't go that route. I'm glad we stuck to this match. Um, while you have a little swerve in there, I'm glad we stuck to the one match. And also, I'd like to say this. I appreciate that a ref didn't come from the back and say, oh, wait, no, no, no. What happened was Wardlow had come out to assist MJF. Hager came out to stop Wardlow. And the ref was already out there as a result. 
trying to keep them away. So he was able to see. So they created a logical reason for the other ref being in that position. Yeah, which I like because it always like infuriates me when they're like, oh, now the ref's going to come out and they'll yeah, return the it, match. It, it makes me mad when they come out of the back and, you know, they, they yeah. could have watched it on a monitor or something. I'm like, then why isn't somebody doing that every match and coming yeah. out here and, and turn overturning decisions? At least he was out there for a logical reason. So that made sense. Uh, it, it, it is smart. And, and you yeah. got to wonder at some point, uh, somebody else going to borrow that, uh, you know, reasoning for an event. Oh, there's two refs, and the other refs saw that. and Because, you know, that's not the only time it's going to happen, Sean. No, no, it's not. You're right. No. Okay, uh, this match was fun. Um, and it was, what it's going to be, you know, it's nice to see CM Punk back in the ring. And no surprise in the outcome because he's not going to come back and lose in this first no, match. No, of course not, yeah. Um, you know, and it's good for Darby. Darby's getting the rub here. Even though he lost, he's getting the rub. One of the things I love about CM Punk, though, is that he's an, he's an indie darling. Right. But he doesn't wrestle the indie style that everybody associates with the indies. He wrestles. Don't get me wrong. He, he works in the indie stuff, some of the indie stuff. But he wrestles more of a slower, quote unquote, wrestling style. You know what I mean? And I saw people talking about like, oh, CM Punk can't go anymore. He was so slow, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, he wrestled a CM Punk match. That's what he does. <laughs> like, if you don't remember how CM Punk wrestles, then that's on you. He was never going to be coming in throwing twelve super kicks and doing flips off the you know this that that's not who CM Punk is. No, um, I thought he looked good. Did he look great? No, but he looked good. The match the match was very good to me. Um, I don't know that it ever hit great, um, but I, I, I do think that it, it was it was a very good match. Um, I guess I guess I feel like I just never and I never hit that extra gear because we used to Darby doing crazy crap. Yeah, and, and we never quite got there. So it felt like we got a little short of a of a traditional Darby but, match. But 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 I'm but I'm fine with that because I because that is one thing I don't because he's got talent and when he does the crazy things that's the things I don't like about him. You well, know, I don't even I don't even mean necessarily dangerous crazy. I just mean from a character standpoint, you know, yeah. him, being, him being crazy. But um, but maybe this will transition him to become that wrestler that no, he has. No, no, no. Before you know, does a dive and you know. No, you crazy. He's gonna keep doing them. That's a shtick. <laughs> He's like he's he he looks he, I love Darby, but he's the size of a slightly overgrown twelve year old. He's gonna keep doing that stuff. Um, Punk dwarfed him, and Punk is not a big man. No, he's not. So it was he's gonna keep doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, again, really good match. The Punk looked good. Darby looked good. Um, awesome. Loved it all the way around. Okay, uh, you can introduce this next match. Oh, why? Because um, it's um, terrible. Worst match in the show, and I'm just saying that because it just was. It wasn't – nobody did anything wrong. Everybody played their roles fine. You know what it was? It overstayed its welcome. It was too long. What should have happened is Paul White should have come out, immediately dispatched the other two guys easily, and then literally one move, QT down, and it's over. Um like I understand, you don't want to bury QT necessarily, but for this match, there's no other way this could go. We knew that QT wasn't going to win. He was never going to look believable as as you know dominating the big show. Uh, but the, but I'm sorry, Q Paul White. But yeah, but the, but the, did QT fight uh, Cody at like the previous pay per view or something, or was something he involved? Like yeah. Back, so yeah. I mean, it's not a guy. I mean, you know, I mean, not saying he's honestly he's not going down. He's just he's just down here. I mean, he's, he's just, but he's always been down there. Is the thing he's never managed to get anywhere higher. Even when he was fighting Cody, the yeah. argument at the time was it felt beneath Cody. And like my thing is this: Paul White is an attraction. He is never going to be your your main event. No, um, and I'm fine with using him sparingly. Stuff like this, you know, quick little quick little feud. Um, 
you know, it gets somebody like QT Marshall on the card in a spot that he wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, and yeah, he loses, but you know, again, we're not talking about a guy that's taken super seriously anyway. Um, and if you want to like, maybe Paul White can be brought out, you know, a few months from now as somebody's like surprise tag team partner, because they need to have a tag team partner for like, maybe Brian Danielson's going to go up against, you know, Kenny Omega and somebody else. And he needs a tag team partner. And we don't know who it is. And all of a sudden Paul White's in the match. You know what I mean? Um, you know, that, that could be fun for one night. I mean, the card placement was weird for this match. It was I mean, clearly it, the come down. It, yeah, yeah it, was, it was the come down match, but it's like, it's it, it just, you know, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, we get a bathroom break for the main event. So, right. which speaking of. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the main event of the evening? The AEW World Champion Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage, which again, good wrestling match. I, I'm, I don't know if it was better than their Impact title match. But it was still it was still good. It was still a really good wrestling yeah, match. It, it was solid. It was solid. Yeah, it was still a really good wrestling match. Um, I just don't know if I'd say that it was better than it, their it, other it, it is weird. Like I like I said in the preview show to see Christian Cage in the main event match of 2021, but uh, good for him. Yeah. It's not a knock. I just just the way things have been going in the wrestling world and the scene main eventing. Like I was happy to see him come back in the rumble this year, and it's like, okay, this dude can go, and they had nothing for him. So good for him. Yeah. And again, it was a really good match, but I think part of the problem was we all knew he wasn't winning. Yeah. So it kind of kills the drama when you know that. Um, but it was, they performed well. They both did a very, very good job. Um, and then real quick, obviously, afterwards, we had the uh, he he does these lines about, oh, the only people who could beat me are retired blah, 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 or dead. And then cue uh, Adam Cole, baby, uh, coming out, which, by the way, whoever wrote his music, I love you um, because they managed to try and keep the same vibe of the. Uh, the Undisputed Era's music. Uh, and they even have the lines in there, you know, it's all about the boom. You know what I mean? So he can still stand on the apron and do his boom line. And I was like, that's pretty great. Um, but he came out, great reaction, swerved there. He's back with the elite. Um, they, they're all buddy, buddy. And then Kenny Omega thinking, sitting to uh, Philip thinks that Adam Cole had the biggest pop of the night. I'm going to disagree. I think the biggest pop of the night came after Adam Cole. Because if you go back and watch that, that crowd loses their minds yeah. when the next music hits. I mean, they did for Adam Cole, too. But when you consider that this is coming after Adam Cole and their, their excitement didn't waver, because normally you like you hit a peak and then it's hard to reach that again, but Dan Danielson reaches it again um, because we're getting the traditional Kenny Omega thing where he's a uh, uh, good night and goodbye, bang. That's what he's going for him before he says bang. Um, we get the Daniel Bryan's and uh, the I'm sorry Brian Danielson entrance, which has the beginning of Flight of the Valkyries, and then switches over to this this kind of dope beat. <laughs> I kind of like it. Um, <laughs> apparently, he, they tried to get um, uh, the final, final countdown, countdown, but apparently the music the, the rights to it were a little too expensive. Yeah. So uh, that that unfor on you know they just recently had to pay for the rights to uh, cult uh, the personality. personality. <laughs> you know, you gotta, it's got to be reasonable. But I don't think Danielson cares. Yeah. Um, he comes out, immediately gets in their face. We have a big brawl and everything with you know Jurassic Express, blah, blah, blah. It turns into a big thing. And it clearly establishes the lines in AEW on who's on what side and everything. And uh, AEW coming out of that show was like the hottest thing in wrestling at the moment. They had all of the buzz. And they still have a fair amount of buzz at the moment. So they, they yeah. got, they're working it well. So good for them. Good for them. Uh, this has all led to stuff. We got a big show coming up um, here shortly. Next week, the, next week uh, both shows are going to be big. It's going to be uh, Dynamite 
and uh, Rampage have big, big cards. It's called their Grand Slam two-night affair. Um, they said, let's see. The, you've got Grand Slam on Wednesday Night Dynamite, and they're going to have a Rampage Grand Slam that's also going to be a two-hour episode. Wow. Well, so gonna is, a, is, is it going to overlap SmackDown, or is it going to go 10 to midnight? Uh, that's a good point. I think it's going to go 10 to midnight, because okay. I haven't seen anything about it, about a, oh, uh, a change in the time. Wow, Friday night, four hours of wrestling. Man, what, what era is this? Holy cow. You never, I, you I, never, I, never I, had I, this before. I know, wild. Uh, yeah, it says 10 p.m., so it's going to go 10 to midnight. Wow. Um, but, you know, on the Dynamite card, you've got the returning Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black, which, by the way, really fun to see uh, Rosario Dawson out there uh, in, in Malachi Black's face. I was like, what? And then yeah. she jumped him. I was like, wait a minute, Rosario. Um, that was pretty cool. Hi, Brandy. Uh, she says, I think Brian got, partly got a bigger pop because the crowd was already hot, but was starting to get disappointed with Brian not debuting. That might be true. You might maybe finally getting what they wanted all night long. Uh, really, really got them there. Um, you're going to get CM Punk live uh, after the beatdown from Team Taz. Uh, you've got MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr., which let me tell you, MB- MJF is doing next-level heel mic work. Yes. Woof. Like, it is some. It is, ooh, ooh. I, I can't even cheer him out of, like, irony at this point. Like, he, like ooh, I'm like, somebody beat this man up. Um, and I know it's fake. <laughs> uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, that's going to be stiff. I'm looking forward to that. It, one. it, it will be. And nice to see Lance in a match like that, too. So yep. good for that. But yeah, that's going to be a physical match. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD uh, versus Ruby Soho for the AEW Women's World Championship. Uh, FTR versus Darby Allen and Sting. So Sting getting back in the ring again. Uh, put him on TV. There you go. Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson in a non-title match. Uh, I just love the idea that Daniels that Danielson's like, look, you don't want to do it for the title, fine. But I came here to wrestle the best bout machine, the wrestling god. He goes, so you know, if you if you haven't lost a step, and you proved him, you haven't lost your balls, and take me on. And I'm like, all right, this is good. I love this because this is a match. This is a dream match. Kenny Omega and Brian. Uh, and they're putting it on free TV. I know. Free TV. They're hoping it like, and this is something I feel like. They're w- trying to get the two million. This is something I feel like WCW did a lot. They're trying to to throw all this stuff out there and be like, look, this is what we have to offer. And all of this can happen on any given night. You don't have to wait for a pay-per-view. But you also got to remember, they only do four pay-per-views a year. Yeah, it does they have, their, they have their specials and stuff they do like this Grand Slam and whatnot. So it makes it it, it makes it a little different. Well, that was you know when WCW used to do Clash of the Champions. That mm-hmm. was always you know like I, I love watching those. You know sometimes there there's some good matches. Sometimes there's some stuff when I go back and when I watch when the network had them on the network and stuff, and I'd be like you know some some good moments and some moments that were kind of cheesy. Right. But like you got drawn into the product because the main event was going to be good. It was Ric Flair fighting. Somebody or Sting fighting somebody, you know, Sting versus Flair in the Clash is one of the greatest matches of all time. You know, th- th- this is what it's almost leading to next week because they're making a special show out of it. Yeah, uh, and man, they loaded down the card. Holy! And crap. by the way, that's just dynamite. On Rampage, yeah. you're going to get Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. You're going to get wow. CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs, and you're going to get the Men of the Year uh, versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. So, I mean, we got a lot to look forward to next week in wrestling. And even this Friday, we still have this Friday to go. Yeah. Um, Probably seven more matches. 
for for uh, Rampage, and we know on that show we're getting a TNT Championship match between Miro and Fuego del Sol again. It's going to be a rematch. Um, we know we're going to get uh, Anna J versus the Bunny, and we're going to get Lucha Brothers versus the Butcher and the Blade for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. So, over the next week and a half, they've got a lot of really good wrestling to throw at us. So WWE. Yeah, yeah. Going to have to pay attention and try and counter program this as much yeah. as they say they won't. And the fact that you got Sting, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk wrestling on TV next week is big. You know, say what you want. I mean, like Sting is not going to put on a five star match, but people want to see it. It's nostalgia. Sting is wrestling. Well, like when he opened the show a couple well, of weeks I mean, ago. Well, hold on. I mean, remember, because uh, Sting wrestled uh, um, with um, Darby Allen against the me- the men of the year. Yeah, uh, they tagged against them, and that was a really good match. Yeah, yeah, and they kicked like, off the show. It was yeah. genius. It was we might genius. we we might get that level of action yet again. But yeah. I mean, you've got you've got uh, um, the returning Cody Rhodes on this one show. You've got the returning Cody Rhodes. You've got Ruby Soho. You've got Sting with Darby Allen. You got Kenny Omega and Brian Daniels. So that's a huge show. Yeah. And then on the next the next show, you've got Adam Cole uh, and Powerhouse Hobbs, or not Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, he's taking on CM Punk. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's just wow in those two shows, man. So, it's going to be a great week for AEW television. I'm, I'm calling that right now, just like Philip is. He's already feeling it's going to be great next week. So, in any event, lots to look forward to. Great time to be a wrestling fan. Um, lots of choice, lots of stuff going on. At some point, I think we're going to – WWE, as much as they say they won't, is going to have to start counter-programming. Yeah. Um, you got to – I mean, I'd say Brock's going to have to wrestle on TV at some point. But the, By the even, way, loving babyface Brock. <laughs> loving baby face Brock. I don't want him to ever cut his hair. I don't want him to ever no. shave that beard. You stay you stay that Viking mountain man for as long as you can. Who would have ever thought we'd get that with the hair? With I, not me. I, I, I don't know if he's scarier looking now or before. I mean, it's, I mean, I wouldn't want to run to him anywhere because the dude just looks frightening. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, I think that the hair, actually the hair and the beard, in a weird way, kind of soften him a little because they make him look more human. Whereas, like, when all he had was the tiny little bit of hair on his <laughs> yeah. head, I mean, on his head, which is like right yeah, here, just yeah. a tiny little bit of hair, he looked kind of like a serial killer. Um, so, uh, I'm, yeah, in any event. So uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, until next week, when we will be, uh, I guess, we'll kind of be talking more regular stuff again. There's not hey, a, well, ex- extreme rules preview. preview of extreme yeah. rules. That's right, preview of extreme rules next week. Uh, we'll probably knock that out probably on Thursday as well, right? Because you're going out of town. Yeah, Thursday would be would be the day to do it. So I got I got to find right. a way to watch all this wrestling on Friday. <laughs> yeah, you do. In any event, we uh, we will make sure that we get back with you guys next week. As always, remember you can email us at ESPR at FM99.com. Find us on the social medias, ESPR and no, I'm sorry, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on the Twitter at ESPR99. You can find us on all your podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review when you do. And then, of course, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. That is where you can find our most recent episode every single time right under the media tab. So until next week, remember to click that follow button, that like button, that subscribe button, whatever it is, and eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day, everybody. Go do some work. Yeah, (laughs) I'm slacking. (laughs) 